Lucky Land slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. With Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. This is Maddie Atlantic from Ring General Radio. You are listening to the 4D Podcast Network. Uh, can I just get a couple tests just to yes. check level? Yes, this is how loud I will most likely be the entire time until I screech because I do that and have a cackle laugh that also might make something peak. Mm-hmm. <laughs> okay, good. Turn Fallon down. Yeah, bring that right <laughs> down. <laughs> That's weird. I couldn't hear me on that podcast at all. Uh, Mike, test Mike. It. Are you ready? One, two, check, check. This is how loud I will be, <laughs> which is much <laughs> less annoying and loud. Tell me when to stop. That is until it Fallon is starts soothing. cackling. Soothing. <laughs> cackling. Okay. Practicing. <laughs> Welcome once again, everybody, to Spotcast, the podcast about podcasts from conception all the way to distribution. I'm your host, WJ, and today I am sitting with Mike and Fallon from Too Lame for Radio. Hi. Hey. Hey, guys. How are you? We're, uh, we're sitting in iHeart Studios in like a back studio that has paper towels, which yes. is... <laughs> you know you're in a high quality studio when we have paper towels and random spare tables. <laughs> That's Basically, it's a storage room. Yeah, it's a collection room. For yeah, me. a custodial janitor's <laughs> closet. Yes, it's lovely. Today, we're going to be talking about your guys' podcast, Too Lame for Radio. If you guys don't know, uh, Mike and Fallon are part of the Dave Ryan in the Morning Show based out of Minneapolis, St. Paul, Twin Cities area in Minnesota. Mm-hmm. Um, obviously, I mean, the the name of the podcast gives it away. Yeah. A little bit. A little bit, yeah. Is there a dog outside? Did you hear that? Like, okay, it's a weird way to start this. So usually Dave intros uh, our show, so I am uh, introing the podcast today. This is the first one, Mike the Web Guy. We're just going to call you Mike from here on out. Thank you. But Mike the Web Guy is how we'll intro it, so people are like, who's Mike? Yeah. Now you know who Mike is. I'll, I'll just be Mike from now on. Okay. I, ha- I have been until this point, so. Well, you know, don't get ahead of yourself. Unless you're my mother, then I'm Michael. Michael. Well, then in that case, I'm going to start calling you Michael. Pass. Uh, so this is just a podcast, and it's stuff that is too lame to talk about on the radio, <laughs> literally, so we're calling it Too Lame for Radio. Genius name. Thank you. Thank you. I appreciate it. <laughs> too Lame for Radio? What what made you guys decide that you wanted to do this? Well, I think Mike would say this about me, and it's funny because we this weekend we took a trip, and Raven read what she's like. What are what is your sign? I said I'm an Aries, and she read things about me or my sign. And this is probably the best example of me. I love creating things and starting things. 
I hate finishing things. <laughs> oh, it's so true. So I always have lots of ideas. So probably every four, five, six months, I'm like, Mike, I want to do this. This is my new idea for like a creation. And Mike's always just supportive. Right. And I think one of my favorite things about Mike is that he's the most go with the flow kind of person. Okay. So I could call him like, hey, I want to go shopping for bras. You win. Okay, I got nothing else going on. <laughs> like, that's what he would be like, seriously. Yeah. And it's like the best kind of friend to have, right? But I, so I had the idea, like, I said, I want to do a podcast. And um, I think it started out where, where, I mean, the first logo, Mike's name wasn't even on it. But he was going to be on the podcast. See, I don't think I knew that at the time, though. All you said was, I want to do a podcast. And you mentioned, like, guests. And then you wanted me to be on it. But I still, at the like beginning, a- felt like it was going to be you and me. I just felt like you wanted to do something and have different random people at, at the time. Yeah. And then... I was like, sure, I can help you with that. Right. And so... But then it was just like, nope, you're, like, the co-host. You're the, <laughs> yeah. the equal, the part of it. So it just... I don't know. So I thought... There are all these things that um, I'll bring up that I'm into or want to talk about, and it's not mass appeal. <laughs> it's like – so it's genuinely just like too lame to actually talk about on the radio without boring the masses. So I was like, we like the same things. When Mike moved here from Wisconsin, we would joke that we're the same person. Yeah. So we just thought, let's just talk about the stupid stuff that we enjoy, mm-hmm. and maybe someone else will care about it. But, like, the best example of you not starting things and not finishing things is we're only, like, 28 or 9 episodes in, but we've been doing this for over a year. Yeah. So, (laughs) the first year of doing it was very, I'll do it later. Like, Mm. there was no set day or time or release. It was just when we wanted to do a podcast. Yeah. So it went from basically every week at a random time to maybe once a month to <laughs> every well, other Mike, month. Mike got like the he got the croup for like a month and was out. <laughs> he got some kind of like I don't know, it's a black mold infestation or something. I don't know. He was sick for like a week, like a month. Yeah. Mike, do you want to do your podcast? I don't know. <laughs> I'm literally dying, but likely story. <laughs> Wasn't returning my calls and texts. I was sending out SOS. I was like worried. Right. <laughs> Checking the morgue. Yeah. Oh, he's not in the old bit today. We're good. <laughs> Hopefully his hairless cat Simba doesn't eat him. <laughs> oh, my God. Cat does not eat people. He barely eats people food. Okay, Anyways. whatever. How long have you guys known each other? I moved here about two and a half years ago, late 2014, and that is the exact moment that I met <laughs> Fallon. <laughs> Correct. I yeah. was aware of her before that because I worked at a previous radio station where one of my coworkers had been following Fallon's journey from Indiana to Reno to wherever you, else you went mm-hmm. to here, and she was super impressed. So she kind of like mentioned you at the beginning. Oh, okay. And so that's kind of like – so I was aware of you. I'm obviously aware of Dave Ryan and Katie DeLeeb mm-hmm. and their you know legacy and place in – radio world and so when i moved here i already knew that i was going to be friends with fallon that was my <laughs> my determination when i got here i was like this is i was very excited yeah that's so, so cool yeah. because when you listen to the the podcast it sounds like you guys have known each other for years it which is feels what, like that but that's because we spend too much time together yeah. i think but i think that's also what kind of makes a good podcast if you're able to riff really well with somebody and mm-hmm. you're able to talk with them a lot easier it makes it i mean it makes for the podcast to go so much smoother it makes you mm-hmm. feel like you're actually part of that podcast right. when you guys are listening well, yeah. it's probably why so many people in general when they start podcasts they automatically just deal with their friends because mm-hmm. you you're like you sit around and you're 
you joke around in the living room or at dinner or whatever, and you're like, we should be recording this. <laughs> yeah. And then it's kind of like, why aren't we recording this? Yeah, it's kind of like, yeah, exactly what you said. I mean, you're like, oh, we should have cameras follow us around because we could totally be a reality show. But then we realize we're disgusting and we don't shower often enough, yeah. so let's just stick to like microphones. It's like makeup and stuff. Yeah. It's, uh, it's more natural. Mm-hmm. I will say the tuxedo you wore today, Mike, is fabulous. <laughs> I mean, it okay. looks really good. That's sharp. Mike owns two <laughs> dress shirts, and I say this every time. I'm like, you got an interview today if he wears one of them. It's so – I don't – okay. I'm really glad that one you, nice shirt. I'm glad you got dressed up for me. I yeah. appreciate that. <laughs> I mean, I really do. Okay, I'm wearing jeans that are oversized and haven't been washed in a week and a Target button-down shirt. So. That is Old Navy. I helped you pick it oh, out. Oh, yeah, it was Old Navy. <laughs> the other one was Target. Regardless, 10 bucks. So Regardless, <laughs> Either <yeah>. place. <laughs> You're right. <laughs> um, do you guys have like, I mean, do you have a format that you try to stick to? Like somebody comes up with, you know, a list of different ideas that you guys want to hit? Kind of. Yeah, but it's very loose because I we have a very kind of structured show that I work on, obviously, with Dave's show. Mm-hmm. And that's so much detail goes into this. So I would say this is so loose compared to that. But we do have a shared notes folder yeah, it's probably the most structured now than it ever was mm-hmm. at the beginning it was literally like what do you want to talk about and i don't know and we would just go for until we stopped, stopped or maybe have yeah. like one idea that we want to talk about now we take a little more notes and details and i write stuff down as things happen so we can reference them because a week ago i may not remember exactly what happened on thursday at lunch It's Thursday afternoon. It's like after the show. And I have tennis on Thursdays at one o'clock. So today I was going to go get some lunch and leave directly from the tennis area of of Lifetime Fitness here in St. Louis Park. I've never done that before. I always go to the locker room first. So I went out an exit door, Mike. What I thought was an exit door, it was an emergency (gasps) exit door set off the alarms. (laughs) So everyone playing tennis, you know, tennis is like kind of golf. It's like, you're not supposed to have noise. Yeah. And I freaked out, and I ran. <laughs> From the door? Yep. What did they do? You didn't see. You were gone. Uh, I ran. Yep. Don't know. Not sure. Freaked out. Oh I my ran God. upstairs, uh, ran around the front, told a girl that I know that works there that the alarm was going off, and ran. <laughs> but you didn't say, I set the alarm off. No, I, I did. Oh. I, I did tell her it was me. <laughs> hey, uh, the alarm's going but, off yep, over just, there. <laughs> oh, God. Oh God. I, this is my life. I am an, I'm an idiot. I'm a train wreck. I don't know. God. Can you have anything to make me feel any better? Like, no. have you done anything stupid lately? Well, I did just tell you, you walked in and you're still wearing your tank top and your, what kind of pants are those? They're those? unflattering. <laughs> yeah, but we'll, so we'll write, I mean, our, our podcast is really about personal experience. Mm-hmm. And then if we don't have, maybe it was like a week, honestly, where we didn't spend a lot of time together. We didn't have a lot going on. Because let's get real. No one's life is that exciting all the time. Then that's when we'll pull something stupid from, I'll be like, Mike, we're going to do our top five favorite Disney movies. So yeah, or I just prepare those. BuzzFeed, you know, this would be fun to talk about. Right. This is something that would actually relate to like what we're interested in. Yeah. Um, so we do that. Um, and that's kind of mostly just sharing notes and it's sharing our personal stories uh, or experiences like the one the podcast will work upcoming that we'll record we'll talk about we just took a trip to madison wisconsin this weekend and we were we'll just talk about that probably primarily yeah. throughout but, yeah but it's not just going off memory like i did take notes in our shared notes i probably got five or six bullet points of like 
highlights of the trip. Right. Mike is creating just... a list of my top like five phrases that I overly yeah. use. I really and... want to do a top ten list of like yeah. <laughs> I things Alan says. I have too many phrases, and Mike is always trying to use what the latest slang the kids are saying is and it's so annoying like he now says v instead of very and i can't stand it and he's like overly trying to make it happen (laughs) that'll go away though yeah thank god i'm really hoping it does soon yeah i don't know it's just things that you try though you gotta i don't know yeah. yeah that, but it's like I would be doing that in real life too. It's not just for the show or just for the podcast. It's literally. I mean, I think the point me of a radio show stupid. and the point of a podcast in general is probably like you're having a conversation mm-hmm. and it's like you want someone to feel like they're a part of it or they're eavesdropping on your conversation. Which you guys do really well. I, oh, I took a trip over the weekend and I honestly, I binge listened to your guys' show. Oh, God. Yeah. Sorry. You're, that's no, nice. no, no, no. I mean, it was, I was just picking out some really cool things like how you guys, you know, you start. With a song and then just totally either berate the song or absolutely <laughs> love the song going in. Who gets to pick the music? It's literally a last-minute decision. We sit down <laughs> in here. <laughs> we kind of see what's new. We want something new. Um, that's like Other than the week we did um, the Pony song. That oh, was yeah. Just, that was themed because we went and saw this stupid big horse. That big pom-pom? No, what he calls it that, but you. <laughs> and um, so we, yeah, we try to, like, just, we work in Top 40, so it's basically picking, right. like, what the latest, we know what the new ads are each week, and so, like, oh, let's do the new Coldplay, or let's do the new, basically, or, and yeah, I'll rip a song apart, because yeah. I can't really do that on the radio. No, you You have can. to support the yeah. music you play. Yeah. Yeah. And anybody can pick a throwback song, your favorite 90s jam or whatever. That's so easy to do. Mm-hmm. But to find a song that is new and upcoming that you could break or help people discover. Because mm-hmm. um, that's what we do. We discover music all the time. So yeah. it's kind of our Even gift Even when we were in Wisconsin, world. we're like, what's this song on a radio station? We're not playing this. And Raven yeah. immediately downloads it. So, um, yeah, I don't know. You guys big Spotify users? Or are you guys... Well, I heart. It's radio. it's literally not because I don't like Spotify, but I do support iHeart just because we're mm-hmm. on there. And now this is not a plug, but they have the all access, and I yeah. got it for free, honestly, because they do charge you for it, right? Yeah, there's so a monthly I get, fee for a couple subscription packages. So I get unlimited skips. Nice, which is basically my <laughs> gift from God. So I that's what I listen I don't to. Think we yeah. listen to a full song on the drive down to Madison. I get real excited. I'm like, I'm the worst car DJ because I'm like, ooh, let's like, we've had enough of that one. Like, no, <laughs> no, like no. one note plays. No, no, next, no, <laughs> one every fifteen songs. Oh, <laughs> whatever. Um, so you guys have had guests in. You've had uh, someone from your sales, Tina, came in. You had a couple with Raven. As <laughs> yeah. Well. Um, is it that just random where it's just like, hey, what are you doing? You want to come in on the podcast? It'll be, yeah, I mean, it kind of is random, but like Raven was totally random. That was just like, hey, Raven, come on. Yeah. We've talked about having guests on. Initially, I actually talked to this um, consultant, not about the podcast in general, but I was out in LA. I know him. He consults our show and like a lot of big shows mm-hmm. in the country. So when I was out there, I said, hey, would you want to get coffee? And I was telling him about my podcast. He goes, oh, I love the name. Too Lame for Radio is such a great name. He's like, you should be interviewing people that are too lame to be interviewed on the radio. So you should have like, you should pull like your custodian in. You should do so originally, I think we thought we were going to do more of that. But we haven't really done a lot of that. Although in our upcoming podcast, Mike is going to interview or talk, not interview, but talk to and present a book report to his third grade teacher. And that's like the most random story ever. (laughs) Yeah.
So, okay, um, I have a little bit of a surprise for you today. Okay. As you know, over the weekend, I finally finished reading The Last of the Really Great Wayne Doodles. Yes, I've been on the edge of my seat waiting for the <laughs> completion of this children's book. And I have written a book report. <laughs> so it's, Yay! I'm but so it gets impressed. better. I have a direct line to my third grade teacher who introduced me to the book <gasps> back in the day. Oh my God, this is so funny. Oh my God! It's so good to talk to you. Weird, but you very good. Well, it's been a few years. <laughs> yeah, a few. Yeah. Do you know that I was in third grade, your class in 1993 slash four? That's a long time ago. Yeah, because Cassidy is 23. Yeah, I guess oh my that makes gosh. sense. Right? It's so weird. I'm Fallon, by the way. I oh, do yeah. the podcast with Mike. Nice Hi. to meet you via How the phone. Are you? <laughs> I'm good. She was Fallon's the person that Cassidy tweeted the night that, or the, you know, the afternoon that she first heard um, me mention you in your class, and of course the Wang Doodle book, which, by the way, <laughs> I finished and is amazing, <laughs> even after all these years. Oh, it is. It's a wonderful book, and I still I work with gifted kids, and it's one of the books I recommend that families read because it talks about kids and imagination and how you reach a certain age and the adults really start to say, no, you can't do that. And, you know, they start squelching the kids' imagination and there's visual imagery in there and there's right and wrong in there. Oh, and there's, oh, just so many creative things in there. It's wonderful book. Oh, and, don't and I know. the fact that it was written by Julie Andrews. Wow. Yeah, that's cool. That? Well, I hope you don't mind, but I have prepared a short book report. <laughs> And I'm hoping I can present that to you. And uh, if you can give me a do little I, critique, do a little I feedback. It? Yes, please do. <laughs> this is awesome. Um, um, and I wrote it as if I were in the third grade, kind of. Um, so oh, okay. hopefully um, this doesn't bore all of us too much. <laughs> Tina's like our friend. So we just, mm. and she has. I went to like London with her, so it made sense to have her and to talk about that. Or she went with and us. She went with yeah to, to that see big the home pony. Home. Oh god! <laughs> <laughs> so it's but, really yeah, just like one... a couple friends we'd pull right. in. Yeah. Do you guys ever have a bit where you're just like, "This is going to be genius," and then like when you you either completely forget about doing it, uh-huh. or it just doesn't pay off nearly as well. Well, we'll like. I think our biggest thing is when we try to recreate a story like, oh, that was so funny when Mike, I said this phrase to Mike about the guy. I'm never driving past someone wearing a cardigan again. And then when you repeat it on the podcast, you're like, that was yeah. stupid. That was, <laughs> that did not come across. Moment. Yeah, that was actually, we should just have pretended like that never, we should, we don't really edit our, we don't edit our podcast. Okay. That was going to be one of my questions. So we moment. just. <laughs> yeah, the only thing I'll edit is if we say like the name of a company by accident that we weren't going to. I might bleep it out. Just or to drop make a sure. couple swears or, here and there. Well, we usually leave those in, but we shouldn't technically yeah, by our probably. company standards. But yeah. we, um, but we light if any editing at all, very light. Yeah. So we would. Yeah, I don't know. I don't know if I'm if, now. I've like lost track of what I was saying, but God, it's yeah. like too lame for radio. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> God. Um, do you guys have a schedule when you guys actually do record? Yeah, we do um, the day Recent before. Recent occurrence, actually. It was my, my New Year's resolution, one of, to actually have a new episode released every single Thursday. And well, I think you just wanted to be more consistent because, like you, like you said before, it was so sporadic just because we were trying to find time and we didn't really have a set schedule, which mm-hmm. just forced us 
did not force us to be Correct. more on time. So mm-hmm. one of your goals was just to make sure you stay more consistent. So from there, we just kind of developed a schedule that worked for us both. So we knew that every week and this day at this time, this is when we're going to sit down, have yeah. all your stuff together, schedule other things around that to make sure that you're available. So, yeah, we record them on Wednesdays and then post them on Thursdays. Right. Do you guys listen back to your podcast at all? Uh-uh. Mike does. I do every I week. don't. You do? Yeah. yeah, I have an appointment every Thursday, the day that it goes live, so I pull it up um, after I post it a little bit later and listen. It's about a 15-minute drive. The show's about 30 minutes long, so mm-hmm. I listen to part or first half on the way there and then uh, second half on the way back just for quality control, I guess. Make you sure just, that you okay. take notes and whatnot and, you know, in your mind. mind yeah, kind of, Mental yeah. notes type of thing. Yeah. Oh, that's actually a good point because after the first couple episodes, I noticed um, that I... I I don't know if I'm out of this habit yet, but I I caught myself saying like a lot. Yep. Oh, in the I do way. that. I'm so annoying with like, <laughs> and I'm told that on a daily basis from listeners, probably. But like from one week, I noticed that I said like so many times. The next week, I tried to not like deliberately say mm-hmm. it as much. And listening back to this that second episode, I noticed that it sounded so forced and fake. I'm like. I just don't care anymore. I've got to sound more. I'd rather sound more natural and be annoying, mm-hmm. saying like, because that's how I would normally talk, right? Then force myself to, you know, be less what I thought was annoying, or what I would find other people, or what I think other people would find annoying. I don't listen back. I think when I first moved here, I would listen back all the time to mm-hmm. the show, like the Dave Ryan show, and see, because I just wanted to hear if like we were vibing, am I coming across funny, or am I adding anything? And maybe maybe it's a confidence level now that I didn't have as much then, that I just feel confident that, um, I don't know, I, I don't. I don't know. I don't know why I don't listen back. I think it's a little bit of like eh, cringeworthy. It's also like I listen to a lot of audiobooks, so I don't. <laughs> I like listen to those a lot. And well, when it, you're in like seven book clubs, and yeah, I know. I just so. I can't get out of these book clubs, and so I have so many to listen to. So I just there's no real reason I don't listen. I just don't. I think it's self confidence, though. You probably just know that you found your footing here. You know that you. But the funny thing is, is like it's not like I think our podcast is so amazing. Well. I don't so. think it's bad. My mom told me she liked it. My well, see, that's a big thing. My it mom is. hates our podcast. So, I mean, <laughs> it's, it's, she said she likes thing. the banter between Mike and I. I said, okay, good. So my mom now sends, um, you know, my mom likes you when she sends you memes on Facebook. So yeah. now she sends, she sends <laughs> Mike memes. Me everything. So that's how you know my mom officially likes you. I'm talking with Fallon and Mike from Too Lame for Radio. Where can people find your show? Uh, we post it every week on kdwb.com, but it's also uploaded to the free iHeartRadio app um, under podcasts. Search for Tulane for Radio. It is also on iTunes, mm-hmm. um, searchable there as well. But and where can I like to prefer to say it's on iHeartRadio. <laughs> iHeartRadio. Where can our fans find you guys? So I am at MikeKDWB on Twitter. Same. No, no. At Mike? no. <laughs> I'm at. Fallon, KDWB, so it's F-A-L-E-N. And then we have a Too Lame for Radio Twitter, which I don't have access to. How? I don't know. I just don't. I sent you all the information. I have. I do have access to the Facebook page. So I actually post on Facebook. I don't do anything with Twitter. Yeah, we primarily – there's a lot of 
um, video or visual elements that go along with the show from week to week, too. So we like to post those um, on a blog page or sporadically throughout the week on mm-hmm. our Facebook page, which is Too Lame for Radio. Two with two O's. I always say that in case someone has a <laughs> grammatical issue and they don't know to add that second right, O. They didn't get it past their grade. <laughs> or they're thinking more like Two Live Crew. Just exactly. Yeah. Two, yeah. Thank you yeah. for that. Yeah, you know. Absolutely. Uh, we're going to take a quick break for station identification. We'll be right back right after this. This is Jason Douglas from Three Guys Talking, and you're listening to SpotCast on the 4D Podcast Network. Do you guys have like a fantasy fast food meal that you that you would go for? Right now, I would go right to Chick Fil A and get the like original chicken sandwich with Chick Fil A sauce and those waffle fries, and I dip both the sandwich and the fries in the Chick Fil A sauce. Is that different than the queso? Like they have a cheese sauce in like a thing. Is that different? They have queso with Chick Fil A? I don't think they call it queso. It's just like a cheese sauce. I literally had no idea that a cheese sauce. Oh my god, it's so good! They have so many condiments, and it's their pleasure. (laughs) 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 It's true. Welcome back, everybody, to SpotCast, the podcast about podcasts. Sorry, we just jumped right in there. I like it. I like it. <laughs> jumped right in there. Uh, we're talking about Tulane for Radio. I'm hanging out with Mike and Fallon. Um, so we talked about you know going back and listening to the podcast. Fallon, you don't do it. Mike, you do do it. Do you guys go back and look at listeners' comments at all? Always. All of, yeah. Yeah. I think also, especially since it's new and nurturing, we're excited when anyone likes our podcast or (laughs) makes any form of comment it makes us feel really good that anyone would listen because obviously when I do the my normal morning show we Mm -hmm. get constant feedback all the time because Dave has been there for 23 years it's a heritage radio station like it's just a built-in audience because of him and how like quality of a show he's always had so when something we're creating like a little baby that's just like online gets anything I think we immediately want people to know we appreciate it and like we'll take their feedback and or we love when they like something that we did obviously or or if they'll like adapt to some stupid saying like yeah. pone pone like Mike says <laughs> it it's just adds to like the back and forth banter and um well, that's how you create longevity it's like the you know, listener experience or customer service mentality that if you acknowledge feedback, positive feedback right away, it proves that you're recognized. Well, yeah. So I hope everyone that will wants encourage. to be acknowledged. Yeah. Period. I think that by recognizing feedback right away, you, you would hope that it'll um, create you know, a long-term listenership. A loyalty, yeah, to your show. You would think, like, think about any time you've, like, looked up a business and you go to their social media and they haven't tweeted in, like, 10 years or something and you're like, ugh, what are you doing? (laughs) And all of a sudden they're like, we got crinkle cut fries. (laughs) (laughs) What? And I think through um, just working on KDWB, you get, you'd be surprised how many people, if I respond to a Facebook message or something, Mm -hmm. you'd be surprised how many people say, oh, I didn't think I would get a response or thanks for responding. And it's, like, almost shocking to them that we're real people that can respond to you. And 
I I hate when I see that stuff because it's like, why would you think that we wouldn't respond? Mm-hmm. Right. You know, if you have a question or a concern, sometimes about I w- you something. will miss things though, and you yeah. feel bad about it. I've had people call me out like book club, and they're like, uh, I tweet you, you didn't respond. I'm like, <gasps> I feel bad about it. I'm sorry, I probably didn't see it. Yeah, so I never want to with the 50 other tweets that I got oh, earlier yeah. today. Yeah. Because uh, I'm that popular, I guess. Uh, so popular. Just so popular. <laughs> um, how do you guys respond to negative comments? Have you gotten many negative comments? I just write comments back F you. No, I'm just you know. <laughs> Block and ban. No, we haven't had any negative comments. Capital F, capital U. I think <laughs> if anyone's listening to our podcast, they obviously have to be a fan. Right. I don't think that anyone that hates us is listening because we haven't gotten any <laughs> negative feedback. Like, I get negative feedback, again, all the time on my morning right. show. Not on our podcast, luckily. And that would be so much more hurtful on the podcast, maybe. Right, because we're, we're an extension of the morning show. You yeah. know, so like if they're even aware of our podcast, it's because they already have a, an association exactly. with our brand. It's not because they randomly discovered us, most likely. It's like when you watch a spinoff of a TV show. You know, you're already familiar with the characters mm-hmm. on Laguna Beach, so that's why you watch The Hills. Yes, you know what, I mean? what a great example. <laughs> like, you already know all those characters. You already know Lauren Conrad, yeah. yeah. That was way her. better than my example. I was like, you already know Joey from Friends. <gasps> I was literally going to say that, and then I was embarrassed <laughs> that that was my first thought. You and I, we have a terrible that's... spinoff example. Yeah, but we loved it so much. It's like watching Better Call Saul because you no. love Breaking Bad. Come on. I didn't watch Breaking Bad. I know Neither it's did. hot, whatever. Whatever. <laughs> I see a show idea right here. <laughs> Ooh. You guys ever challenge each other in that aspect? Like, hey, I watch this TV. Like, obviously, you know, you guys go back and forth. Fallon, you do some binge watching from time to time. All the time. Uh, thanks for the uh, Outlander. Um, yes, yeah, so many, so many things. <laughs> Filthy. Um, <laughs> Second season sucked. Not nearly enough action. It was so boring. It was like more history based. She fell off that show. I know about a textbook if you want that. Do you guys ever challenge each other with, with you know, like really terrible shows or good shows? Like, it's so bad you have to watch this. Um, yeah, well, kind of like we'll, ah, we'll try anything. Like we watched the stupid, um, what was the documentary? It was terrible. We watched a minimalist documentary, which we knew was going to be terrible, but it was yeah. even worse than we imagined. We watched the, what's the scary guy? The Slenderman. Slenderman. We, that was terrible. Um, but we, but Mike wanted me to, Mike's the one that got me into Schitt's Creek, which mm-hmm. is like our favorite show now because yeah. it's so funny. And we've gotten, we personally feel that we have gotten Minnesota on the, the Schitt's Creek bandwagon. I'm taking full credit for it. Because everyone will, that sees it now, they always, it's, I feel like they, they think of us, the, well, the five people that have said that to us. Yeah. And they, they're like, oh, you know, but so I don't know. We just. I think we get each other onto good shows more so than bad shows. And that's like a real life moment too, because I got turned on to that from another friend of mine who was mm-hmm. like, You gotta watch this. Told me I was over at his house for like what was it? Oh, like New Year's Eve weekend or whatever. He's like, Let's just watch one, see if you like it or whatever. I'm like, sure, love it, cool. I ended up watching like most of the first season right there because I loved it so much. So I took his recommendation to me to Fallon because I knew that she would like it as well. And that's kind of and now we, I guess, in theory have taken that yeah. and recommended it to anybody that listens well, to the Well, and also I think we're completely fine with admitting that we're um, we're not active in the way of <laughs> like Dave like. would always say that I'm a lazy slob. The fact that I watched the entire season of Grace and Frankie on Friday is really pathetic and I did it and I actually feel like it's an accomplishment but we're openly like okay with them and we watched way too much TV. Yeah. We've seen like 15 <laughs> movies this week and I think we're more so the average oh, 100%. now, even Who though... Who doesn't binge TV all the time? Yeah. 
uh, wanted to corner you and turn on you. Oh, God. Big TV fans, you and I, we're big into the TV scene. Yeah. I recently discovered you do not like and or get the TV show Friends, <laughs> and it makes me think you're A, a robot, or B, an American. <laughs> I didn't, I, I just never watched Friends. But it's on all the time. St- does, it literally does not interest me. I don't think they're funny. <gasps> I don't think they're cute. I <gasps> I. I like keep doing more gas more. I, um, I, I uh, uh, um, <laughs> put you on the spot. Sorry, <laughs> I can't think of it. I like. I just never watched it. <gasps> no, you know, you're so, dead to me so, now, so, and yeah. I'm just gonna blank stare at you. Yeah, there are shows that I watch that you've probably never even seen that are okay. classic and iconic. What are the classic iconic shows? Prove it. Show me something that I haven't seen that I don't care about. Um, Give me one. Um, Give me one. Um, like my favorite show of all time is Will and Grace, and I that was on it, but that for wasn't... about the same length of time. Yeah, I watched that show not religiously, but I've seen a ton of episodes. It's but it wasn't hands my favorite. down my favorite show. Okay. Um, oh, really? Gilmore Girls, hateful wench. Well, I've seen. Well, I've only seen Gilmore Girls straight through one time. Get out of the and studio. And I'm rewatching it right now. Okay. But I was obsessed with it when I rewatched or when I watched it. Right. But Will and Grace, I watched when it was on. Yeah. And Many, many, many times since because oh, okay. it's on TV more frequently, or, yep. or it was. That's how it was with Dawson's Creek. Oh, God. <laughs> also, never watched Dawson. I have a distinct memory of putting my VHS cassette tape into the VCR to record the first episode of <laughs> Dawson's Creek. And then while it was recording, I was watching something else on the other TV or whatever. Yeah. And then I heard like the VCR start to jam up and make a weird noise. <laughs> and I went to like stop and pull the tape out. And you know how like back in the day, oh like my the gosh, black so like, tape came stringing out behind the actual cassette. Yeah. I'm like, oh, I guess I don't get to watch Dawson's Creek. No, I'm in that boat with you okay, guys. Okay, good. Too. What are you binging? Uh, right now I'm on the second season of Love. Oh, I love oh, it too. I'm in the second season. The first it's, season was so good. Mm-hmm. I, I absolutely love it. I'm a guy who I also love the, uh, I love car- courtroom dramas, you know? Oh, yeah. But more like the documentary, did they do it, courtroom dramas? Oh, okay, like okay. Um, yeah, yeah, I just watched the FX's O.J. Simpson deal with yeah. Cuba okay. Jr. And then the ESPN's 30 for 30, like the five-day deal okay. that they did with that. I haven't watched that. It'll blow your mind. Okay. It's insane how good it is. Now I'm trying to find another show to watch. Okay. So, uh, and I love Eugene Levy in Schitt's Creek. I saw the first couple of them. I thought that he did really, really good. Yes. So I might as well just jump in that. Thanks you for have to really, like, go for it because I was kind of like the first, like, episode or two thinking oh, this is funny but it's not great yeah. but then i fell in love with the characters mm-hmm. so even though it's ridiculous i love it now you hate them so much at the beginning but then you <laughs> learn to love them that's <laughs> <laughs> true so we're talking about editing you guys don't edit your podcast like whatever you say pretty much comes out mm-hmm. pretty much yeah light editing if any editing yeah do you go through like a, a spot check of it or whatever just to make sure just check you know if certain levels are off or a little bit um Obviously, you can see on a digital recording, you can see peaks and... Mm-hmm. Of course. Um, so you kind of know, and I'll make mental notes of areas that I want to go back and re-listen to if there's like a dramatic pause or a pause where clearly we just lost track of what we were talking about. Mm-hmm. I might tighten up like small pauses like that, but very little actual audio gets edited. Um, I guess the one recent exception was the one where we counted down our top five Disney movies or whatever. We didn't have like songs prepared, so because we, we were going to surprise each other later. Yeah. with our actual five. So I wasn't able to prep. So any yeah, extra that was audio. an after 
but that's like the first time we've done that. Yeah, and that's probably one of the very rare occurrences where where we will do. That. I mean, unless it's a a moment that just I felt like it, I it sounded better and it sounded more relatable and fun mm-hmm. to hear those songs with it. Not everything has a relatable audio element to it, so but I just we've felt like learned the audio hands. element is also important. Yes. My number one, far and away, above all, and the second one's pretty much not even close, is Aladdin. Me too. It's my top favorite of all time. Now, what is your favorite song from Aladdin? Is it um, I Can Show You the World? Yeah. Far it's and not away. the Genie song? No, definitely not. I can show you the world because I... It's not Riff Raff Street Rat? Riff Raff Street Rat! No, but that's a close third. <laughs> if, you, if you want to do a sub <laughs> list of my... <laughs> rank my top five songs from oh, Aladdin, I'd be okay. happy to do that for Pass. you. But I have sung and quote-unquote harmonized to I Can Show You the World in my car so many times. It's disgusting. Let me share this whole new world with you. I would probably go with... I mean, that's up there, but I just love the Genie song so much because it's like people, some people get annoyed by Robin Williams, but I like Robin Williams. Oh, I think he's the only person that could play the Genie. He is the Genie. Mr. Alonzo, what will your pleasure be? Let me take your order, jot it down. You never been like me. You get that sense of accomplishment, though, after you do it. After you throw those in there, you're like, oh, my God, this sounds amazing. And I did it. (laughs) (laughs) And obviously it takes longer, but you just know when it feels right going into it. I'm like, God, we just talked for 20 minutes nonstop, and it's just our voices. But this bit or this topic that we're talking about just has so much – it lends itself so much to having Mm -hmm. an extra audio element. But having set that up in advance, you know, you lose the surprise feeling of – uh, Fallon and I talking back and forth and revealing our top five movies in that instance yeah. with each other. And I completely entrust Mike with the sound of the podcast because while I know how to edit and do those things, Mike is better at that in general than I am. Mm-hmm. He runs the board for our podcast and um, he uploads it. Again, things that I could do, but he, I'm much more confident in him doing them. Right. Consider me the producer slash co-host Yeah, to your host. Yeah. That's, that's how I see it. That's why she needed you. I, I mean, did. That's what I, totally I used him. Totally. Somebody buttons a lot more. <laughs> um, do you guys record here at iHeart or do you Yeah, do in this else? actual studio is where we do it. Yeah. Really? Mm-hmm. Oh my gosh. Nice. Yeah. Hi. Hi. <laughs> Hi. It's too late for the radio. <laughs> yeah, podcast studio. No one knows it but us, but it is. It's fine. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, but I think that's the thing. We, like, we have like access to equipment. Totally mm-hmm. an advantage. I mean, we have like we admit that we have access to great equipment. Um, Otherwise, we'd have this setup that we're using. Right although now, I think your setup's right. pretty nice, though. Oh, of it's very nice. That was um, the one thing. So I sat down with Michael Malone, who does Punched Up okay. uh, podcast. He's based out of California, and talking with him, he said the same thing. He said, you know. If you're going to do a podcast, invest in your equipment, yeah. mm-hmm. you know, because you want to have a very good sounding podcast. Like you said, too, sound quality is big, yeah. you know, and if it sounds like 
four people are around an iPhone trying to record it, you're going to lose interest in that podcast really quick. Yeah, because they're not even focused on your content. They're focused on the annoyingness of like how your sound is. They're just like, I can't listen to this. You hear the cat crying in the background. Which would be adorable, but still. Make for a drinking game. Yes. (laughs) When that cat goes into heat, take a drink. (laughs) (laughs) I'm going to be hammered during the show. (laughs) Um. What would you guys say? So just kind of wrap up. Uh, again, I'm talking with Fallon and Mike uh, from Two Lane for Radio. What is one thing that you guys would give advice for future podcasters? Mike? Be yourself. I mean, that's uh, Fallon and I are friends, and we hang out together, and we bring that to our podcast. And I think if you're trying to force yourself to talk about things that you're not interested, it's never going to sound natural. It's not going to be relatable. Um, so talk about subjects that you're passionate about. Talk about yourself. Um, which sounds silly, but don't you think about like, if you go see someone's movie, it's because you like them, right? Mm-hmm. Like I, some people might, might like, I'd never see a Jennifer Aniston movie cause she's, her movies suck, but I would probably go see it cause I like her. I feel like I've gotten to, that's a terrible example. I don't know why I picked Jennifer Aniston. She's not even like my favorite actress, but I'm just trying to give an example. No, but so, I think about it like, but that, it is a good example. I'm not going to go see a Katherine Heigl movie because I don't, I don't like really her. care for her. Yeah. But if it's someone that you, I like, I'll go and support whatever they do because I feel like I know them or feel like I could be friends with them. And so, I mean, the first thing I learned in radio is like, you have to be relatable and you have to like, the most talented people in radio are successful are those that are willing to share what they're about their personal lives, the ups and the downs. And that is so much easier said than done because then you invite people in and when they're in that, when they do say something negative, it's truly about you. It's yeah. not about your it's like someone else could be like about a, a report they did. But that's I mean, that if they're insulting you, they're insulting you. So you have to like add to build thicker skin. And it's just about but being willing to share mm-hmm. your and you don't have to share everything. Like, obviously, if Mike had something really personal, I know the limit. He knows the limit with me. Um, but you got to, you know, you, you just want to be. You want people to feel like they know you. Yeah, I think it's important to have a demographic that you're looking for to target to. You have to fit that audience. You don't want to like live a millennial lifestyle and build a podcast around, um, you know, trying to relate to your parents' age or older generations. You, you don't live that lifestyle. I mean, unless you can really speak intelligently about that and have a huge passion for something that people will see right through you. You're going to see people right through can you. totally tell when you are genuine. And they can tell when you are faking it. Yeah. <laughs> they, the people's BS meter is like through the roof these days. Yeah. You know, they know. And just have that confidence too. Like don't, self-deprecating is not cool unless it's a joke and it's once in a while. But if you have the confidence to know that you're doing something that you're passionate about and that you can speak intelligently about and that people are going to relate to, that boosts your confidence even more. So go in with confidence and grow it from there. Perfect. Where can people find your guys' podcast? We are on the free iHeartRadio app. It's called Too Lame for Radio. Also at kdwb.com every Thursday morning. Mm-hmm. Fantastic. Yeah. And individually, one more time. At Fallon, F-A-L-E-N, KDWB. Yeah. That's on Twitter or Facebook or Instagram. I mean, really anything. Yeah, all the above. All the above. Yeah, same. At Mike, KDWB on um, Twitter and Instagram. Thank you guys again for joining Thank me. Thank you. Really appreciate it. Let's go get some fries. Yes, <laughs> waffle fries. Awesome. Burger.
God, I don't know. I'd get that like. Oh, jumped over here. Well, I'm just thinking about burgers. (laughs) (laughs) I spoke his language. (laughs) Which I often think about. Well, I know we don't have them here, but I think In and Out Burger, double double. Oh, you're so basic. Oh, it's so you, good. Everyone from Minnesota says that because they don't have it. If it was That's here, you would never true. pick it as your pop burger. I'm going to be honest. I, I'm, I've been in and out a couple times. It's just not it's my like, jam. Who cares? My brother and his wife also thought the same thing. We were in Vegas last fall, and I was like, we have to go. We had a couple hours left before we got on the plane. Talking a big game, and then they got there. And I'm like, meh. Yeah, and I'm like, you're dead to me for life. 